This is a Polar Star Podcast. My name is Lee Nason, and I can't thank you enough for hitting play on my show today. This is the Polar Star Podcast, where I talk to artists, entertainers, and business owners that call Maine home. Today, my guest is stand-up comic and soon-to-be podcast host, Tim Duffy. It's one of the first conversations I shot for this show, and I've been having a lot of fun producing his show, and we're really excited to bring that to you. Follow his show at A Better Tomorrow on Instagram for all updates. Uh, I got to know him a lot better during this conversation. I'm sure you will, too. What I want to let you know is that we ended up talking for a little over two hours. We had a lot of fun in here. Uh, so I had to trim his conversation down a bit. What found its way to the chopping block is just that he's got his start with an improv group uh, in Connecticut. And I think you'll see why that's what got cut and not the rest of this conversation, because he had some pretty rowdy party days that we he, we get into. Um, if you like this conversation with Tim and want to hear more about Just Comedy, let me know. Comment on YouTube, Instagram, or send me an email at polarstarpodcasts at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to sit down with Tim again and focus a little bit more on just those things. Until then, please visit PolarStarPodcast.com. We have some new shows coming your way soon. You can find everything that comes out through Polar Star Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and now Google Podcasts. Please subscribe to your listen. And if you like any of the shows here, tell a friend. Here's my conversation with Tim Duffy. So, Tim. Tim yeah. Duffy. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm doing well. I, uh, You know, it's winter, but I've, I'm hibernating. The whole pandemic has has been like a, an excuse for me to not do a lot, which I enjoy, but I also know is like not good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I feel like that. I I kind of have um a lot of that. Like, where really all I want to do is like nothing, <laughs> but I know that that's I know that that's a waste of whatever talent or ability I have and it's just not a good thing, but it really at the end of the day is, is what I truly desire to just be like in bed. I have the same thing. Yeah. I have the exact same thing <laughs> yeah. where like yeah. I, I would rather go on a 72 hour, you know, Netflix binge yeah. than do almost anything else. Yep. But yep. then you come out of that and you're like, Oh, I'm garbage. Yeah, if I, you feel horrible. I feel like shit. I yep. look like shit. Yeah, you know, I've been eating nothing but trash. Yep. I, I'm like, I, I'm somehow I, I've done nothing but I'm exhausted. Oh, dude, I'm so familiar with that <laughs> that feeling. Yeah, but, I, like just being so tired and being like, I didn't earn this tiredness. <laughs> I did nothing to warrant how tired I am. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but very... <laughs> but somehow that's also the goal. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it's like like all right now like well, you do you you get something done you get something big done and yep. then and then it's like all right now I can do I can get into that nothing for two days and and feel yeah okay about and it. feel decent about it yeah. yeah. It's a it's a little reward, exactly. A little treat that that's why I started this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so you can give. You... <laughs> 
That's why we all do stuff. So yeah. we can give ourselves little treats. So where you're from Connecticut? I'm from Connecticut. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I recently learned from, from working with you that you grew up Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I grew up, uh, grew up Mormon. Um, and were, so your parents were Mormon when you were born. Yes, they were. Mor- well, no, my mom was Mormon. My dad was not Mormon. My dad joined when I was about eight. And it's funny cause he, he like, my mom had been a Mormon, um, before she met him and they met and he just, he was, you know, they were in love, but he was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not into it. And then, um, they got married, had kids. Um, do you know what brought him around? Yeah. He had a, he had a dream. Really? (laughs) Yeah. He had a dream where, uh, where I, f- I forget the details are kind of foggy. I think, it, but it was something where he felt like he was separated from us because he wasn't really in the church. Yeah, and then he he joined and he really really took to it. That's <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that is uh, that's a big step. And I mean, both my brother and I are no longer active in the church and um i I feel like that's a symptom of of our generation too where we just we wanted to push against everything yeah that we were given yeah yeah Uh, where like our parents generation um kind of just accepted a little bit more i feel like Mm -hmm. where we we came up into this like media age where we 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 were shown a lot more. Yeah, you know. So. Yes, we were shown a lot. Yeah, so or so, found a lot to show ourselves. Yeah, so <laughs> so kind of what you know. What were the first things that you remember like being into that kind of led you away from being Mormon? Uh, music definitely played a part. What kind of music? Um. Well, at, at first, I mean, like like rage against the machine and like um i don't know it's hard to it's hard to follow the timeline of exactly what came first but i know i was really into them um yeah and then i got into like punk and um what kind of punk cuz 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 that's a lot that's a lot like where you know where my interests were at that time too was was uh i actually remember i my mom almost wouldn't she didn't want me to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater <laughs> because Rage Against the Machine was in it. It was something like evil sounding. Yeah. And my mom like didn't want <laughs> yeah. me involved with it. Yeah. Um, and then and then so what's what kind of punk were you into? Because I was I got into like pop punk where I was it was like Blink 182, yeah, Green Day, Alkaline Trio. I liked Five Iron Frenzy. I don't know if you heard of them, but they were like a no. Christian ska band. Okay. And, um, so it was weird cause I was listening to them a lot kind of around the time when I was really kind of questioning, um, the, the church. That's funny. You were listening to, uh, yeah, I was listening to a Christian band and MXPX was kind of like a I pop loved punk. MXPX. Yeah. I was a big fan of, and I didn't even really know that they were religious until yeah. I got into them, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cause you wouldn't, you see them and they don't look religious at all, but then, and they kind of, 
I feel like they just didn't. They just they were they were Christian by omission almost. Yeah, you yeah. Know, just because they <laughs> Cause were they like, weren't doing any of the. They were just thinking about skating and having yeah. fun and like positive things and like kept it positive. And I feel like that's almost why they were more embraced, you know. Yeah. And they just happen to be Christian. But I know they they did a lot of they played a lot with with Five Iron Frenzy. Okay. Um, the ska band. I think they were from. A Five Iron Frenzy, I think, is from like Northern California, and MXPX is from Washington State. Yeah. So they must have connected sure. somewhere out there. So you were always kind of on the lighter side of things, but it pulled you out of faith, which I've I just, I want to kind of zone in on mm-hmm. how how you arrived there. Like, what were you, you know? What was turning you off about the church? Was it just because it was what you were being told to do? I mean, a little bit of that. And, and well, the other thing that, that was pulling me away was porn. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Okay. Um, that definitely played a big part in it. Sure. Um, yeah. But that was, I mean, it, it, it went from a point where, like, I can remember, you know, looking at porn doing what you do sure. <laughs> when you when you usually watch that and then feeling horrible after really? yeah just feeling so shitty and like like god's mad at me and like just feeling horrible about cuz i i mean i started like i probably started watching it like when the internet yeah <laughs> was like invent like yeah. when i was 12 or 13 i probably was probably like when i first started looking at it same, so same so it's like i was still pretty active in church really? from like 12 to probably 15 but you had that guilt yeah and i had that guilt strong really? and um and i mean i tried to like i i wasn't happy about that but then i think through music like especially Bands like Rage Against the Machine and Dead Kennedys, it kind of got me interested in like the political side of stuff and learning more about that and kind of thinking because I was homeschooled too. So, oh yeah, I forgot. So that part. I got so most of what I was so getting even was more pretty... strange that you that you that you discovered these things from you know being in church, a religious growing up in a religious family, and not even being in school. So how were you yeah. introduced to these things? Well, I had, I had friends who, cause I went to public school till fourth grade, I think oh, like okay. halfway through fourth grade. Um, yeah, that's they right. When the out. devil comes out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my mom was like, get him out of there. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then, so I still had friends who, who were going to church and who were not Mormon. Okay. And so I remember, I remember uh, my friend Ben. We were over at his house one day, and he was downloading the Pam Anderson sex tape. And I think that's probably yeah, yeah. how I found out. Okay. About it, um, and I think like the first site I went to was like sex dot com or something <laughs> like, <laughs> like just like it was. There was no Google then, yeah. so I was like I like web crawlered sex. I remember or, I did it over like LimeWire. Yeah, you, you know that came like, la- that came later for me. Yeah, I think but I'm I was just a few I was super pumped. Are, I was yeah. super pumped when that came through. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, like it was probably. Were a you good... getting now? Were you getting shame from your parents about those things? They or, didn't know. I mean, was... they didn't know really about the porn. You hit it well. Yeah. Oh yeah. I always yeah. got caught. I yeah. I never. I it got close. I didn't but... always get caught, but like there would. I would just 
push things until I got reckless and caught. Yeah. And like, well, they were not, they were not good with technology. Oh, really? So, so I think okay. that's like the computer was basically for, yeah, for me, were, my brother and I, like they weren't really, but it was like the family computer. It was the family computer. Okay. Yeah. But it was basically our computer and they would do some stuff. They just on knew there. they needed to have one because that's the way things were going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we were, I mean, I was really into, I, I was pretty nerdy. Um, oh, really? Yeah, like yes. I was into computers and like computer okay. gaming. So like All right. um, I was playing sports games, like uh, football games, baseball games, and then like Rainbow Six, Counter-Strike, like kind of those early. Those like, early first person shooters. Yeah, stuff. early first person, like realistic first person shooters. Okay. Unreal Tournament. Like, uh, all right, just like, yeah, I just want to ask so that compete. other people, yeah. I was, I'm not yeah. into that stuff at yeah. all, you know. Um, Sim City, <laughs> yeah, see, I just never connected with that stuff at all. I, I, my cousin, my cousin was really into it, and I would just remember that, but I always, you know, I idolized his older brother who, mm -hmm. who got me kind of more into music, and I just, yeah. you know, I, I pretty much strictly used the computer for like aim and porn yeah yeah and music <laughs> and music and yeah. downloading music yeah. and sharing music yeah that became the big big thing in burning and, cds yep burning yeah. cds yeah, making, yeah. making your own your own list so and burning them and so you were homeschooled mm -hmm. um all the way from fourth grade and did you graduate homeschooled yeah well what what ended up happening was, um, like we had like things just, uh, uh, you know, it, it's not easy to homeschool kids, especially teenagers. Sure. And I think a couple of years into it, my mom, like we were, she was having trouble. And so we ended up, my brother and I went, or no, first I just went to, um, a private school for one year. Um, for like, I think it was sixth, sixth grade, Religious. no, maybe seventh. No, it was like a, like just a regular private school. Okay. And, um, I went there for seventh grade and then half of eighth grade, but then they just couldn't afford it. Like, I, I don't even know how it was funny. Cause like we would, like my dad would drop us off and he had, like we had a minivan, but then he had a second car, which was like, it was like a, like 72, like, oh, it wasn't, he always called it the El Supremo, but I don't remember what, <laughs> it was like, kind of like a Monte Carlo, okay. but it would just like, it would just be pouring out so much smoke and he'd drop us off with like other people getting dropped off in like Beamers and Mercedes. We were And he'd just pull up. I, I mean, part of, I think part of me. I don't know if it's hindsight. I was probably embarrassed at the time. Yeah. But in hindsight, I'm I'm proud of it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So what did your parents do for a living? My dad was a firefighter and my mom was just taught us. Okay. Was just she That's um, why you could be homeschooled was because yeah, she, she was she a stay-at-home yeah, mom. Yeah, cuz it was it was before both parents had to work. Yeah. It was definitely especially he's a firefighter, you know. Yeah. It, that's I mean I'm sure it was union and it's yeah. always been a union job. Yeah. And, 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 uh, I mean, that's always kind of been a job that could take care of a family. Yeah. You know, and he worked, he worked a lot of overtime and he definitely, um, he worked a lot. And you, so, and you have 
one other sibling? Yeah, one other sibling that was in the house. I have two um I have two other half siblings. Oh, really? Um but from they from my dad from a previous, previous engagements. One from a previous marriage, one from just Oh. Previous dad was a dog. <laughs> previous times, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I mean, he was coming up in the the late sixties and early seventies, so okay. he was definitely in that. Um, Your parents are a little bit older. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they like when my dad had me. I was he was I was just born, um, sure. and he was uh, he was probably like my age, like maybe 30, even 35. a couple of years older. Yeah, really? I think he was thirty six. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so it, I, I, can, I feel like I can still have a kid. <laughs> sure. Sure. I feel like, uh, do you want kids? I don't know. No, that's a big, uh, that's a big debate. And you, you have a girlfriend. Are you guys yeah. engaged? No, not yet. No. Okay. But it's looking like it's going that way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Good for sure. sure. I'd be that's nice. an that's, idiot. That's to... nice to have. It you is. Know? Yeah. It is. Yeah. I just have one more question about your parents and then we'll move mm-hmm. on. Um, so I just, I, I kind of think that you like you you're kind of well known for your very calm demeanor, you know, yeah. that's kind of how pe- that's your energy, that's what you put off. Yeah. And uh and it's it's very natural. It's not like an act at all. Yeah. And I feel I kind of attribute that to older parents. Yeah. I never I never thought about that, but cuz I, I know like I had be... my mom, so my mom was a single mom and then and then she kind of got remarried when I was about eight right when they pulled you out of school that's when she and but she was always super high energy really stressed you know and i feel like when your parents are super high energy around you all the time it it make it makes you you know you 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 emulate that and i feel i definitely as i've gotten older i definitely emulate and i'm trying to like break away with what doesn't work but i that makes a lot of sense that you particularly have older parents yep that you were homeschooled, that you were religious, (laughs) you know, and and that you, it kind of, it gave you, I feel like it gives you this, this comfort, this solidarity of, of like, you know who you are and, and it's good for, that's, you know, even if you don't, you you know how to, you (laughs) know how to stay calm in the light of, you know, insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, I just know kind of, I think I know how, um, in some ways how I want to be perceived. And so I know, and I'm aware enough, I think of my own internal, uh, uh, anxieties and everything that I know how to hide them. Sure. <laughs> Cause I, th- I think that something I've noticed with comedy is the, the more nervous I am, the calmer I think I appear really the, the, like the more monotone I am, the more, <laughs> low energy you go the other way yeah i go the other way shaking i like i get you know i get like visibly flustered (laughs) and it's like uh that's strange that i've never really heard that yeah i don't like i remember the first time like the first i mean and it but it's to the point where it almost seems like i'm not even having fun (laughs) like i remember the first few mics i did after i moved up here I remember just being like, man, that was really like, I'm usually pretty low energy, but that was really low energy. Really? Yeah. Really? That's like, that's your bomb almost. Like yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. even able to bring enough yeah. to step to the plate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's weird. like just too, um, 
too too low energy and the i mean the other thing that that i struggle with is remembering what i want to say but <laughs> i'm i'm sure that most well, people do sure so yeah did you get a homeschool diploma no no i ended up just uh i actually like kind of the i'd say the biggest conflict i had with my parents growing up was when like kind of right around the time i left the church when i was i think i was 17 um, I had been taking like some classes at community college, but they wanted me to go to, um, in Virginia, there's a, a privately owned Mormon church, Southern Virginia university. And so they yeah. wanted me to go there and I didn't want to go there. And they ended up kind of like, you know, they're like, you're going. <laughs> so I went there and that was kind of where, that was like the first place I drank. And that was kind of like the end, like okay. they were kind of like, okay. And I ended up getting kicked out for really? for drinking. All right. Um, so w- was there a little like rebel crew in the in the yes. school? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I found like I immediately found like like the like three worst kids at the school. So and started hanging out with them. So so what kind of accreditation did you have from high school that got you into college? Oh, I ended up ta- I got my GED. Oh, you got your GED. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that got you into college. Yeah. But they were like, if you're going to go to college, you're going to go to this college. Yeah. And then and you you and you were like, well, fuck this, and yeah. and partied. I assume. Yeah. And I had never I'd never drank. I'd never even really had the desire to drink. Really. I'd wanted to smoke weed before, um, but I mean, my fa- my family kind of has a history of issues with alcohol and like they made me very aware of that growing up. And so like, I kind of, I still had that. I didn't really want to tempt myself, but then I went to a party and and, uh, I found how easily I can fall into the the salvation of alcohol. Yeah. And the strength of peer pressure and the strength (laughs) of just, uh, you know, and I, I mean, I, I, I did enjoy it. Um, so then, so, so then you, um, when you get kicked out, did you go to another college after that? I went to, um, they were kind of, they saw that them choosing the school for me to go to was not a good path. So I found a couple schools I wanted to go to and I ended up going to, um, Evergreen State College in Olympia, Washington. So were you in the were you in the mindset you're like I need to get away from my family like I just want to st- start my own life like Yeah I think that yeah I think I I want to cuz I think that was a big thing that got me out of the church was like I want to experience things I mean I I love my parents and like they were cool great. with it at this point Yeah the yeah. the the relationship was a lot better and I think they kind of and that's I mean that's big on them cuz Especially now, I don't know if I realized it at the time, but now, like, that that's, like, the belief, the faith they have is so strong. And, like, so I know that they won't be, like, fully 100% happy unless I'm Mormon because that's, that's they believe it's true. Still? They believe it's eternal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we have, we have a great relationship, and um, I think that, they well my dad passed away last year i'm sorry yeah that's tough yeah he had um he'd gotten cancer in like 2008 and it was pretty aggressive when he got it and that's um, a long time yeah Yeah. they treated it they treated it super aggressively and it ended up going into remission 
And um, then it came back like maybe three or four years later. And then they did some surgery. And then it ended up being like just like the the treatment was so aggressive that it eventually kind of like, you know, it really did a toll on him. And that's kind of eventually just... It sounds like they were able to treat it well enough for um, you guys to have some acceptance around it. By the for time sure. It oh, for sure. It was tough, but it was never. I don't know. I mean, it's like I would. I would rather have it happen the close. way it happened, where you yeah. know we knew it was coming yeah. at some point. Yeah. And like, um, you know, he ended he, like he ended up doing home hospice for a couple of weeks, and so it happened the way he wanted it to happen and I, you know it's like you, you death is never it. good but yeah, yeah it's like the kind of like the best yeah. case scenario for for the death of, of the first death of a parent well, that's great so that's good yeah um but uh but yeah so i mean my relationship with my mom is is great and so did you graduate from this from yeah Olympia? i graduated from from evergreen Okay, but that not without without an event. Right before I graduated, I was in a, a bad car accident. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, did, did you get uh, injured? Yeah, what? I I shattered my pelvis. Oh my god! And yeah, I. That's a uh, terrible injury. Yeah, I I oh. I like shat shat shattered. The word that is, I maybe that's is that an exaggeration. The term? Maybe shattered, I feel like I heard. I feel like I heard someone say it. I was like, that's how I'm going to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using I'm using that adjective. But any break in your pelvis, yeah, that's was, that's, a, that's a major. You know, it's a big. Uh, it's yeah, important. Pretty much holds everything <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. Um, that happened like how, a how, month before I graduated. Well, how was the car accident? Is the car I don't I don't remember. Really? Yeah, I woke up in the hospital like two days after. Wow. And uh, do you I, know where you, on the highway? Do you, like, no, it was I. I was driving back to um my apartment. I was uh I'd been drinking and doing xanax yeah <laughs> and my guy yeah i think i just passed out at the wheel and just drove off the road and ended up hitting that kills like people a, i know i know in i'm xanax, you know. very lucky yeah yeah and uh haven't done xanax since really so, yeah. that was it yeah i was yeah. like you know what maybe i should stop doing that <laughs> see i so i did xanax for years I yeah did, yeah so so uh, but uh, i was into it pretty heavily like for a, a year or two it's before before I, yeah because i was prescribed it really so, yeah i was the worst type of drug dealer in college i i just sold prescription drugs that i got sure. i mean on I my sold parents my insurance yeah. Yeah, yeah i sold adderall and xanax yeah. <laughs> that and, was the uh, cocktail that they gave to kids though yeah. they gave no, it that to was like the, kids they gave dude, it up up and down yeah and it's like oh okay what do you think i'm gonna do with it <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take some recreationally, and I'm, I'm gonna sell the rest. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna snort one. I'm gonna put one under my tongue. Yeah, and I, and I'm gonna drink a six pack and have a good night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not this night. <laughs> Not that night. Could probably could use that upper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was the Adderall? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I Fuck, ended up. Dude, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. So you're lucky to be alive, straight. Very up. lucky. Yeah. Very lucky to D- be alive. D- did it? So you put that stuff down. Still drank though. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did not stop doing that. Um, um, the Xanax. But, the Xanax is a killer, man. 
it's like yeah it's it's rough because i mean you would just forget you just forget everything yeah yeah (laughs) you'd be like what i i would black out for weeks at a time yeah and i graduated college like that yeah i graduated (laughs) college blacked out on xanax yeah yeah. I mean, if I so so you were in school, you, you were in school. You get in the car accident, and yeah. you finish school after being injured. Yeah, I luckily somehow was able to like the last like I had already had enough credits, and like I was just like finishing up like the last course, and luckily I didn't. I was able to graduate still. All right, because I I mean I didn't really do anything for like the last month of college basically yeah so you must have been pretty bound up did you were you just in bed were you mobile at all yeah i was surprisingly mobile like for how severe of an injury it was i feel like i was pretty like i i used like a walker and crutches for like 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 yeah when i first when i first got out i used a walker but then i used crutches for maybe I think I was, I think when I graduated, was there any kind of binding on your hips or anything? There was nothing, no, no no cast or anything. Really? Yeah. It's all like, there was a lot of, there's like, you know, there's like, uh, some plates I think in there. Oh, um, wow. Uh, dude, for, for a long time, it didn't really affect me, but now, now it, you're starting to feel it. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Especially with the work I do now. Um, like I know something's going on. You deliver beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I deliver beer. So, so, so it's it's manual labor. Yeah, manual yeah. labor. Fuck, Starting manual awesome. labor when you're like 33. I can only <laughs> so imagine. Weird, uh, but definitely like doing this the last couple of years, it's definitely you're starting to feel it. Yeah, you feel yeah. the weather come on and you yeah, go, yeah, feel yeah. I can like predict what's about to happen weather wise. Yeah. yeah. Um. So after it happens, my like my last, I think my last year in college, my parents moved up here to Maine, okay, to Walderboro, Maine. Um, so I graduated and I was like, all right, I guess I'll move back in with them and kind of figure out, you know, what I'm gonna do. Are you still kind of injured at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm still, still, uh, you know, fresh off the injury, so you can't work, yeah, right? I can't do, I can't work like, uh, what did you graduate sort of... school with? What kind of degree? The school is a liberal, basically a liberal arts school, and um, so I just have a bachelor, bachelor of arts, and um, in nothing. in in really nothing. <laughs> I wanted to study film, but the Probably the way the school works is yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, to some extent for sure, uh, but it was the way they do things is you kind of take one program that focuses on a bunch of different areas. And you were trying to focus on film. Yeah. So they had like a film program, but then I did that and I was like, not into it. So how much did you actually learn any tech or was it more? I learned some tech. I learned like some editing, some, you know, filming, um, but but pretty basic. Yeah. Lighting stuff, but like all really, and I never had like an internship or anything like that. Okay. So I never really got into any, um, anything. And then I, the last year I actually did like, you could do independent study where you could kind of make your own course. Okay. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to, um, 
make like a some like five or six sketches, which was way too many. And then yeah. so and it was weird, man, because like I remember the last year like being stressed about it, like just feeling like I was in way over my head. Did you get any done? I no. Or did you I you got completed you like started none? Five. Yeah, I started yeah. I started like three. Yeah. Didn't start two. Yeah. Had like the idea You're for You're supposed to learn that two. that's a bad idea yeah. before you. But get it's to like the, I think the person doing the person who was it, there was basically like one teacher because I made those mistakes too. Yeah. I went for tech, I went for audio, uh, and I wanted to like make records, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, you you make those mistakes, but you're supposed, to, you know, it sounds like you kind of started you started down that more serious line later in school. Yeah, like they made you get this like this this undergrad you know, general undergrad stuff done first. And then you, and then you were introduced to this stuff almost a little too late. Yeah. Cause program. I mean, I, I'd, I'd done, um, I'd done the film. I think the, like the first, the first step of the, the film program. And then I don't know why. I mean, you're I just partying. Yeah. I was partying yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, um, I feel like, and that, so I feel like that's a big, side effect of you know you're a few years younger than i am but like the our generation that got pushed into college just yeah. to go to college yeah and and then and then so then these colleges came out with these degrees just to have a degree mm -hmm. and it really kind of left people with nowhere to go yeah no that's you, you know absolutely it, so it feels how like, i felt <laughs> yeah so it's kind of you're a victim of that yeah you know no. Not, no fault of yours or theirs, really, just a fault of the system. Yeah. 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 I felt like I didn't know really where to go. And so I ended up um, going back to moving in with my parents in Maine. And then maybe a month or two in, I... I had I had had some like parking tickets or something, and so I called about that, and they were like, "Do you know you have a bench warrant?" And I was like, "What?" Out in no. Washington? Yeah, really? out in Washington. And For what the happened, accident? Yeah, they oh. ended up they took my blood, and so I ended up getting a DUI for that that they never told me about. That I didn't know. I didn't know happened until really? I was living in Maine. And you probably got some mail, but you were moved. And yeah, yeah, it just got lost wow. in the shuffle. And so I ended up having to like work, and I ended up having to get a lawyer in Washington. And it took like a year Did and a half. Did you have to go back? Yeah, out I had west? to go back out west. Really? And go to court, and um, it ended up getting dropped down to um, whatever, like reckless endangerment or something like that. Wow. So it. it that kind of worked out, but it ended up being like a two year process. Jesus. So I just lived in Maine with my parents in Walderboro, Maine. In <laughs> and how old are you? You're like early twenties, yeah, right? Just out yeah, of school. Early twenties, like twenty two, twenty three, <laughs> living with my parents in Maine. Trying no to deal license. with this court case. Yeah, in trying to deal with the court case. No oh, license. So you got your this. license revoked. Yeah, license was revoked because of this. <laughs> oh no. Um, so I ended up getting a job at a call center in Waldeboro, and that was definitely the the low point. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> the low like point it. that I hope will uh, never be eclipsed. <laughs> so, yeah, like the first two or three years after I got out of school were just me trying to deal with that. And wow, 
you know, save up enough money and kind of figure out like what I wanted to do. And, uh, so how'd you get out of that? How'd you, how'd you move forward from that situation? You, you um, kind of healed yeah. time had to go time passed. So you got your license back. Yeah. I got my license back. Um, I was able to, I was working at this call center. Um, so I was able to save up some money and I was like, I'm moving back to Connecticut. Okay. <laughs> so, well, you had some friends in Connecticut. Yeah, I had, a, I had a lot of friends from growing up in Connecticut. Okay. And, um, what, where in Connecticut? Southington, Connecticut. It's like okay. central Connecticut, kind of halfway between um, Hartford and New Haven. But you can kind of get to New York. Yeah, get to New York yeah. super easy. You can take the train to New York. Um, I know that's and, the perk of living. That's kind of what connecticut connecticut yeah. is like yeah. like a, it's a commuter it's a commuter it is state, state yeah to, to new york city basically um and yeah in, especially the island southeast is, corner you know, if you're in rhode island if you're not in the mob it's commuter to boston yeah. basically yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh so so you have friends and mm -hmm. you 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 finally are moving on digging yourself out yeah. of, of of almost not only destroying your life, but killing yourself. Yes. Yep. And uh, you're now you're in Connecticut. You have some friends. These I have friends some friends. Yeah, are... I got a car. I got okay. a car in Maine. Got a used Volvo. And what are these friends doing at this time? Um, my friends were just, I mean, basically like early twenties, just like you know, working, okay. kind of like some still living with their parents, some moving out on their own. And, and yet, did you? Um, what did you find for work? Well, what happened was the first time <laughs> I go down, um, I, uh, I, my friend had, uh, had this house that he kind of lived with friends and there was an opening there. So I was like, that sounds great. I'm going to go there. So I go there, start hanging, start partying, don't get a job. Um, and then you didn't learn anything. I learned nothing. <laughs> this is proof that I learned nothing. And then at a party, I ended up breaking my foot. Oh my God. Yeah, my left foot. Um, and, uh, I broke my foot and it just so happened that like my dad was down there at the time. And dude, I remember, um, it was, it was a part, I was super drunk, broke my foot, um, didn't know it was broken. It's a weird, it's a Liz Frank fracture, Drunk. which is like the, the bones in your, the middle of the foot really? were like dislocated and broken. So the kind of being supported by what's around it. Yeah. So yeah. I could walk, I could walk okay. and I was drunk. I knew something happened, but I was like, what I was not you, how, taking it as seriously. Just... I got an, an altercation with a friend <laughs> and he had tried, he had, he was trying to lift me up, but he was stepping on my foot <laughs> And so it like it dislocated the bones it's there. Just boys being boys. Yeah, just boys being boys, <laughs> being real stupid. And uh, so I break my foot. I my dad happens to be down there. Um, wow, dude, he comes over to it the house like, where I'm at the next day. Yeah, and he didn't have a cell phone, and I don't know if I did. So he's just like knocking on the window and I try to get up. And at this point I cannot walk. Foot swollen. So, yeah. Foot yeah. swollen. I just try to, I just like end up hobbling over and telling him what happened. And that was, uh, 
That was a, that was a low point well, as yeah. well. You're still you're still circling the drain. I think at this point. I think actually I think probably the second return to my parents' house that was the official oh, so you low had to point. Go back so I had to that. go back. In, you're injured again. Yeah, injured again. Had after to get surgery. Drunk, had to get, get surgery, surgery on my foot. Oh my god. Um, in ended up having it done so, in Damascus. Like, what? How? Where did we go wrong? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. But I mean, they're like that. I lived there. I ended up getting working again at the call center <laughs> for like another maybe eight months, another good, a year, yeah. something like that. At least that. you had that. Yeah. And then now, I haven't told this story in a long time. And now thinking about it, I'm like, how did this happen? Because yeah. then I end up moving back into the same place. Of course. After. Of but course. I got a job delivering pizza. For um, it was like a small, like a Connecticut chain that I had worked for. Um, for you know when I was there. when I was yeah yeah this was not the best, but <laughs> it was it's the pizza. There's a lot of pizza in Connecticut. I think it's the Greek pan pizza where there's like a nine minute window where it's good, <laughs> and that like before that it's way too hot. It'll burn your whole mouth. Really, the cheese will just, just like slide off. Yeah, it'll slide off, burn oh, your chin. Um, and then after that it just turns to plastic. <laughs> But there's that window where it's actually quite good. It's almost like the stuff they serve in schools. Yeah. 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 It's just not great pizza. (laughs) You get a a middle soggy slice. Yeah. yeah. No crust. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's cut that way. It's cut in squares. Yeah. Um, But so I, I, I worked for, I worked for the one in Southington where I lived um, like during the summers when I would come back from school and um so I, I end up they they hired me, but they hired me in like like the the town was like thirty minutes away from where I was living. Yeah. So I would have to drive like half an hour to then drive all day around there and oh deliver pizza and then drive back. <laughs> and and then I end up crashing my car. Oh my god. Not a severe crash. Well, this you, was just like more of a but it the totaled car the car. All the time. Really? It totaled the car. So I ended up having to move back to Maine oh my for God. a third time. Luckily this was only for like, this was only for like three months or something just wow. so I could get enough money, got another car. Um, well actually my brother ended up giving me his old car cause he had moved out. He's, he's lived on the West coast. Like he lived in Vancouver for a while and Seattle for a while. And, um, so he wasn't out here, but he had this old Cadillac they loved. Okay. And he eventually ended up, thank God, giving it to me so I could move back down to Connecticut. Moved in with my uncle. Um, and then uh, <laughs> delivered pizza at a different place. But it was uh, a place my friend owned in Southington. And then I ended up getting a job at uh, at a place that made business cards. And I would cut down the cards from like they the print sheet. them in, they yeah, print, print them in sheet. sheets, and I would I would cut them. Okay, um, d- use these machines. They cut have them all down. the different kinds of paper. Yeah, yeah. all the different yeah. stocks. Okay, I'm yeah, an yeah, expert yeah. in stocks. Now. Okay, I judge every business card I get now. Yeah, yeah, like a Patrick Bateman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. bone white. <laughs> um, but so I did that for like maybe three years. In uh, in Connecticut, still partying, but not to the point where I would get injured. Sure. <laughs> so you're older now. Yeah, you, 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 older, you, you. slightly slightly mature. Yeah. 
you're not mature. throwing your body around as no, much by no by, i was like this is a delicate this is a delicate uh yeah. vessel that's great i've never no, even broken a bone that's, i've never yeah that's nice i've never been in a car yeah. accident like that's, I, yeah that's good yeah keep yeah. it that way i know i i can't believe it really because i yeah well i what Should've. i think what it was was i lived in i lived in boston yeah when i went to school so i was in a city i didn't have a car Oh yeah, and so that's great. that all those years, yeah, I lived in Boston for like eight years. Yeah, and um, and so all those years where I would have been driving drunk, like I drove drunk all through high school. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think what saved me was I was in the city and I was riding a bicycle around. Yeah, you know, and and so I'd be riding. You know, that was my only either bike or train and. Yeah, that I think that's what kept me out of big trouble. Really, yeah, out of yeah. Your, out, out of, of out of multiple uh, car accidents, a multiple shattered pelvis. Yeah, multiple <laughs> trips back to parents' house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, in Waldeboro. So now it sounds like you're you're in your kind of late twenties, and you're 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 now you're gearing up to wrapping your head around starting stand up comedy. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, because, like I said, in college, I mean, I'd been interested in comedy. Now, when you were partying, um, were you kind of, were you loud? Were you a center attention guy? Were, like, Yeah, kind of. I mean, not not loud, but, like, you know, once I moved back, like, I had a good amount of friends there. And then, like, the house I moved into was, like, definitely a party house. Yeah. And so I met a lot of people through that and, um, and like... I ended up and are you guys driving in, are you guys driving into the city to like go out for nights and... um that 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 was later because okay. I, I had a couple friends yeah mostly house parties um in the area or you know driving not too far <laughs> a lot of drunk driving yeah it <laughs> but, just goes uh, with it I yeah. mean it might after after I moved out of the city I was still partying you know I, i've done it you know yeah. it just is if you're drinking man if you're drinking and you're and you and you have a little bit of that reckless side in you yeah where you just are like i'm gonna get home yeah, you know? yeah. i'm not gonna stay here no <laughs> yeah i would never i can't sleep here yeah like, i'm not gonna fall asleep here i need a blanket i'm better off I need driving. A i'm better off driving now yeah. than overtired in the morning <laughs> yeah. yeah right yeah yeah I'll be tired. It'll be dangerous in the morning. That's even then, you got all the commuters around. You yeah, got kids. There's children <laughs> on the street. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna a hero. Kill. Now I'm, I'm gonna, basically yeah, a hero I'm for doing saving this. the children. Yeah. <laughs> I deserve an award. <laughs> yeah. If I get pulled over, I'm telling them I'm a hero. <laughs> Do you know what I'm yeah, doing? Look at this differently. You're looking at it all wrong, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You're taking my blood alcohol in yeah. the wrong way. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but, so, but yeah, so, drive, so what gets you into comedy? So I was always interested in it and I, dude, I got lucky with uh, the friends I had. Cause like the friends, especially the ones, some of the ones I grew up with and like the ones who I was living with at that period were some of the funniest people I've ever hung out with yeah. and we would just riff all the time. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like that's that's kind of like the 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 genesis of comedy is when you're doing it how I got with into people, it. yeah, yeah. Like you just riff with your friends and stuff. From bringing that party atmosphere to the stage, or at least you try to be. Yeah, you know, you try to get to that point of flow, thought. You know, like we just did a little bit. You know, like it. it that's those are the seeds you want to relive that. 
in front of exactly an audience. exactly yeah. and it's like it's like uh and i think then after and like i said like in in co- in college i was trying to do sketch stuff so i always had an oh, interest yeah, yeah. in comedy okay. i i i filmed stuff with friends growing up like right. and, little sketches yeah, I don't, and stuff well, we don't need to get too too into it but, um, but who who were some of your you know who who were some of the guys that you remembered doing comedy when you were younger you know it, that yeah. stand out i'd say i think that more of what like got me into comedy was not so much other stand up comedians but like i loved like like adult swim like space do you do you remember space goes coast to coast yeah i just it was it wasn't my thing i loved that show i loved um and then later like Chappelle's show yeah Ali G yeah um Ali i loved G, a lot I of sketch stuff you sketch stuff yeah. that's what it sounds yeah. like yeah i liked a lot of a lot of sketch stuff and um and just i mean and just and the people i was hanging out with like sure. And then I think after a while, and I they, was, they all like that stuff too. Yeah, they and, were and into you're that. all referencing it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wet Hot American Summer. Sure. Um, Do you ever get it? I, I remember when I was in college. Uh, like that's when Old Greg came out. Yeah. And everybody yep. was, I'm Old Greg. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because yeah. and there was that. There was the beginning of the internet ever and the Bailey's beginning. Out of a boot? Yeah. <laughs> but like E Bombs World, like that website. Sure. I feel like that's a huge influence on on what how comedy evolved so that's what you were taking in yeah and and so when you finally kind of got around to doing it you you started with sketch and you were trying Mm -hmm. to do sketch and then like i loved like i loved Chappelle, loved uh loved david cross okay um yeah see that's the complete opposite angle then really yeah yeah which i which i'm makes sense yeah i'm glad you know yeah. i'm glad that makes sense that we would we would combat, be able to mesh because it's complete opposite the complete yeah. opposite which i like i see that it just none of those guys except for Chappelle. Chappelle was one like such an icon yeah know, he like broke all borders but yeah i mean he's that sketch he's stuff never did it for me like i'm like you, you like tim and eric yeah i i got into that later yeah um but I like i definitely like tim and eric so what um, got you, what got you, so I'm assuming kind of what got you on a, on a mic solo was that putting, you know, sketches, putting groups together, that, that group atmosphere is hard to get together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cause yeah. it was like, I was always kind of like, yo, let's, let's film sketches. Let's do this. And then kind of like, we would talk about Did it, you but never really anything? go Did you through own any cameras. I had a camera late teens, um, then when I went to, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know what happened. You're party. At I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. where it is, but yeah. like. So, all right. So we're in Connecticut. You're, yeah. This is your third time in Connecticut. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're partying a little less, but you're still partying. I guess partying more you're, responsible. You're chopping it up with the boys. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, a lot of that. Yeah. Late twenties. Yeah. Late, late twenties now. And, um, and actually the first time I ever did comedy was i think it was the final time before i moved down to connecticut for like the final time i did it in portland really yeah it was the first time i ever did stand-up comedy at uh i guess the place was called slant slanches um 
because I've asked people up here where it would have been because it was at where Arcadia is now. Okay. Um, they had an open mic there and I came down and I did the open mic and I know exactly, I don't know what year it is cause I haven't looked into it recently, but I, d- the joke I did was topical. So I know I can find out exactly when it was cause do you remember the joke? Yeah, it was, I, I wanted to do a joke about, um, it was, you remember when the Chilean miners were stuck in the mine? Vaguely. I, it was like probably 2011, 2012. And I wanted to do a joke. I remember it would show video of them. There was video of them and they were like all, they were like singing the national anthem and they were all like super supportive of each other. Yeah. And I wanted to do a joke about how if that was happened in like an office in America, like people would be killing each other. Yeah. And I remember I, I got up and I think I like said, I just said like Chilean miners, and I thought that would get get a laugh, and it got nothing. Yeah, and you know that feeling you're when no you say something. Referencing it with your friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, you expect that like other people to kind of know where Their you're going. Story. Yeah. 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 And it it's but it's just a bunch of strangers. So you look out and you so just that see reality. that face, that blank face, looking back at you, um, which is like every comic's nightmare. <laughs> Of just either that blank like, face or that like kind of like smile like where's the when are you gonna make a joke yeah. and just like that was all that was like my lead off joke and then I had nothing like it, oh, it no. went nowhere immediately and then I had like nothing else and I don't, I I like stumbled over some words and Epic then like bomb. yeah Epic. yeah just a big first time bomb it's and the then big old piece of shit left and. Didn't do it again for like probably three years. Scared. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, fuck, that didn't go well. <laughs> but even like, it was weird because even in the moment after it happened, I remember just being pumped that I had done it. Yeah. And like, okay. And, so it and felt also good. being, yeah, it felt good because I feel like, like bombing is way worse in your head than it actually is. It's so it's so bad in you your feel mind. Like you destroyed everybody's night. Yeah, you know, like like what did I just do to those poor people? Or for what? me, it's even it's even worse. Just thinking about before it actually even happens. Like I'll be, I guess that says maybe a lot about who I am. Is I would just expect to do bad. Oh, okay, yeah. And so like I'd be thinking about how bad it was, and then I did it, and I was like. That's not that bad. Like, it was awkward. It was weird, but it wasn't horrible. Yeah. You know? And yeah. you realize, like, everyone's going to forget. Like, people, unless you do something oh, crazy. See, I don't think. I'm just starting to come around and think that. Really? Way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am the center of the universe. No. Every, no. The whole world You are, man. People, me, yeah. people will forget yeah, yeah. immediately. <laughs> and I, I feel like I realized that, but it's still. I think there was part of me that was like, the next time I do it, I want to be prepared. Okay. And then I just didn't prepare yeah. anything. You go back down to Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I go back down to Connecticut. I'm boys. chopping it up with the boys, having plenty of laughs. Yeah. Plenty of laughs with them. Yeah. You're like, this is enough for me. Yeah, yeah. This is good. And it was still in the back of my mind. And then it was always in the back of my mind. And I would talk about it with people. And um You got the taste. Yeah. And yeah. people knew. Like I I I made it you talked about it. I talked about it enough. You where, made fun of yourself for yeah. not getting laughs. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I like people like it's almost like you you hold yourself accountable by telling people. Cause I wanted to do it in Maine where no one 
yes. knew who I was. Yes. That's, that's why I wanted to do it before I went back to Connecticut. That's how I started too. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I didn't want anybody exactly. there. I didn't want anyone to know. I yeah. didn't want anyone to see it. Cause I was like, this is gonna, this isn't going to go well. Yeah. So I don't want, Cause I feel like some people go into it. They like tell their friends, they're like, come through. I'm going to tell jokes. I would never no, have done that. No. I, cause I don't want, I don't want anyone to see if it goes poorly. Exactly. Cause if it goes poorly and no one I know is I there, kept, it's like I kept, it didn't I kept happen. it a complete secret yeah. for years. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I, cause I started, I started in Boston yep. and at, 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 uh, in the basement of Wonder Bar. Uh, and it was, it was this new material, no material night. And I knew one guy that I went to school with, and this is a few years after I graduated. And, and uh, and he, I just had, I was going to a different show one night and he was doing that. And I ran into him out front. He's like, you should come down and check this out. I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this though. And then it kind of stuck in my head for some reason. Yeah. And then, um, and then, you know, circle of events comes around and and i decided that that's what i wanted to do yeah and so i just went back there it was all i, I didn't know anywhere else to go yeah yeah and, and that that's another hard part about yeah. when you first start is you're like where but do, how I, do you where find do out I go? where to go yeah and it just he planted the idea and so i knew i could go there and so i hit him up i was like what was the deal with that and uh and and i and he's like yeah thursday night blah blah blah, blah. i'm like great so i show up and uh i got laughs yeah. My first time I got laughs. Yeah. And I did not expect it. And then I didn't get another laugh for like two years. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the, so that, oh, so what we, what I'm getting to is I, uh, I got laughs the first time and I had, I wrote a couple jokes and, um, but they were like, there were more stories. Mm -hmm. I, I would tell stories, and and then I didn't get another laugh for years, and I still don't get laughs. But uh, so, so still chasing that. Yeah, chasing that. Chasing first that laugh, first man. laugh. Oh man, I need yeah. it. But uh, but what I've realized now, and I never wanted to tell anybody because I wasn't getting any laughs. But back then, like I brought one friend with me because we were going to a show after that, uh -huh. and I get up and I tell my story and I kill. And he's yeah. there and he sees yes. me kill. Yeah. And then so he tells all my friends, like, Lee kills. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah. I'm like, that was a fluke. That was an anomaly. Yeah. That's not, that wasn't <laughs> I don't reality. know what was going on. Yeah. And, and so, and then uh, now years later, I have found that when I bring a friend with me, I actually do better. Yeah. And no, like, I think it, I think it can help. Yeah. Um, especially like, when you have. A little bit, you kind of know what you're doing a little bit more. Yeah. I think having that support there definitely, definitely does help. This was back in like 2014. So yeah. when when did you start? That was when I did that. That was probably 2011. Wow. And then so, at, but that it was that, and then nothing for I think three years. Okay. And then 2014 in Connecticut, um, doing well getting my first relationship which was kind of like i was like i want to that was like the the hurdle i wanted to overcome before because i didn't i like i was not good what hurdle at, relationship the hurdle, no even getting laid really yeah you're just like never, i was i was never good at it either yeah i've never I was been not I, good i like I had drugs. Yeah. That's what got me laid. I didn't have that. I Well, I had <laughs> drugs, but that did get me laid. Yeah. But I, I, like, I, in college, one of the years 
I think it was my last year. I was like, I went on, I got a lot of, uh, student loans. Okay. And you know how you'd get like the residual student loans? That's how I got through. Yeah. Too. I did yeah. that all through school. I didn't work. I just got everything on loan. So I got that and I was like, you know what? Maybe if I get laid, like I won't think I won't like be so awkward about it or whatever. About, and so, so were you, you weren't, were you a virgin? Yeah. I was a virgin at this point in college. Oh, and then I got, uh, so Craigslist how old were prostitute. You? Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yep. Okay. Wait, we need to backtrack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where? How? Jesus Christ. Okay. So, so, so we are, you're in, uh, well, I, I get where you're getting at. So yeah. you're, you're in college. I'm in college. You're a virgin. You Virgin. Uh, Probably what? 19, 19, 20. No, I think I was 20. No, I was 21. And you're really in your head about it. Super in my head about it. And, and you can't get over it. You can't get you're over it. You're jerking off can't like get a mad Jerking off so much. Yeah, you're. you're That's it, probably where that was probably that might have been more. Meat. That might have been more cumbersome than the partying. <laughs> like that might have been. Yeah, that might have had you. more uh, of a bad effect on my schoolwork than, than really? the partying did. You were compulsive. I was just like a, a lot. Wow. Like and so, you're like that something needs to give. That was like something's got to happen. So I was so like, you maybe get on Craigslist. Yeah, get on Craigslist, and it was when you could still find sex workers on Craigslist. Yeah. And so I found someone. I was like, this person looks cool. I'm gonna set it up. <laughs> First, it looks super cool, yeah. and I, uh, I, I like email her, and we're emailing. Okay. She tells me where, and you have to say like roses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all it's all yeah. in roses. Yeah, and so like I, I get the. It was like right after I got the check, like beginning of the semester. I was oh, like, this yeah. semester's gonna be tight. All right, this is gonna do it. Yeah, this is gonna do it. I'm, I'm good after this. Yeah. So I go. Um, it's like they had like a like a condo basically. It was her and another sex worker. Tootie, tootie, two shoes. And I assume there was someone upstairs or somewhere somewhere taking else. care of them. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just them, and so like I, you put the money down. You don't give it to them. Yeah, you yeah. Just put it down on the table. Yeah, this, this is, is a gift. This is gonna hang this out. Is a gift. This is just gonna yeah, sit here. Yeah, yeah, I'll pick this up later. Yeah, unless you do. Yeah. yeah, unless it's gone. Yeah, and, and in that case, good. Yeah, yeah, all the better. <laughs> in that case, maybe there's something that can be done for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it doesn't need to happen. Yeah, yeah. that's just how the but exchange it's, works. It's why. Well, yeah, it happens to be why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh we go in have sex it's a very short time you could, it was cool you could, you could it worked though oh yeah it the, worked okay worked too well <laughs> <laughs> yeah it worked uh it worked really well wow um really great really pretty quick good for you i was like i paid for an hour that feels like it was much less but i was like i don't I didn't, I mean, I'm not going to argue. Yeah. And I don't want to, I'm not the type of person who's like, I'm but, ready to go. But you felt like you had to get out of there. No, no I no. like, I think I was there for like the whole hour. I think we hung out and talked for like, oh, nice. like I took a shower that, after. Really? And then, yeah, we talked for like a little while. I would after. never be able to do that. And, I would have freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> I would have just like, I'm out of here. Ah! 
Yeah. So you, you're like. I was pumped. Wow. I was super Good for pumped. You. Yeah. This I was like, I just story. had sex and that's cool. And, but like, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't so premature that like. No, it, it was, wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that. Okay. Okay. Maybe it did work. It, it, it you, worked you, you, well. You, you were able to find a quick rhythm. A couple, yeah, yeah, very quick yeah, yeah. rhythm. It a was little, like a, it a was like a, like a, like a pop punk song. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a, like a, like a ninety second no effects song. Oh, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it comes so, to a conclusion. Yes, yeah. yes, comes to an abrupt yeah, conclusion. Yeah. It, it wasn't, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, like a, uh, a noise. A noise project. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like some abstract, like yeah. Philip Glass <laughs> piece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, it was fine. Like Great. it was short, but it was. It was that cool. Sounds sweet. Yeah. And then you guys hung out. And yeah. And then we talked Took for a, a while after. I remember her being like, "Why are you here?" Like, because I was obviously like, like clearly. Well, I was obviously also clearly a college like. I was young. Yeah. Why aren't you? And I you... think she was surprised that, yeah, she was yeah. like, why aren't you, why aren't you, she uh, give you any having... tips, tips and tricks? No, because I, I don't think, I don't think I told her. I don't think I told that, her that, that she was your first. Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure I did not tell her that. Okay. Um, and wow. so after that, I was like, yo, I'm good. Wow. But I wasn't. So I was still like that same way. Yeah, and still in your head, hard dude, to talk to girls. In my head, very difficult. Homeschooled, you know. Homeschooled. So it's like, yeah, no experience. Yeah, just watched a lot of porn. See, like I, that was I basically. See, I didn't. That's extreme. That's yeah. like I didn't come. I I had a girlfriend that like I lost my virginity at like fifteen. I like had a girlfriend in high school. Didn't have that. I like had one girlfriend all through high school. So by the time I got to college, I I could navigate girls. Yeah. You know, I did okay. You know. I couldn't. Yeah, but I definitely I hit. That. I definitely hit a time where party was the focus. Yeah, and and I let kind of everything else, I've kind of forgot. But it, it's like that was always what I wanted to be the end of the partying. It was just never because I Obviously, always was into that. That's yeah. why you party. Yeah. <laughs> that is why you party, especially initially. That's why you party. And, and, and then and then when you're young, is you get caught up in like broing down with the boys. Yeah. And all the girls I was great go at away. that. Yeah, I was great at the broing down with the boys. Same. Same. <laughs> that, I always thrived at that. That's what. That's what got you on stage. Yeah, but it wasn't getting your dick wet. No. Yeah. No, it was not. Yeah. Very dry dick. So, so then, so now, fast forward. That's a great story. Yeah. Thank you for telling <laughs> yeah. me that story. So that's like probably 2007, 2008. Fast forward to 2014. Wow. And you get in your first relationship. Get in my first relationship, now, which is the first time. Now, did you have sexual encounters? No, no, no. other sexual. Because I was living no. in Maine for a good portion of that. Yeah, you were broken. I was broken in Maine. Yeah, living and, with and my parents, crashing cars. Yeah, yeah crashing yeah. cars. Yeah, in a cycle of like wow, leaving. So you had sex with a prostitute. Yes, and then not again. Not again until you meet this woman. Yeah, until wow. I meet her, and um. Dude, it was that was awesome. Like, just go to a party. Yeah. Um, I kind of knew her, um, and just had just it finally like finally happened. Woo! You know, it's one of those yeah. things where you can't really. It's like a weight off. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was a huge weight off. Wow. Good. And for then, you. Uh, kind of one of the things that was holding me back from doing stand up was like I just want to get laid. <laughs> so you were 
focused. Yeah. yeah I, well, I was trying in. to be focused. Yeah. I mean, maybe too focused because <laughs> it didn't happen for sure. so many years. Wow. But um, that's that turns people into incels. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. That's what. Q, that's how QAnon. Started. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've. I went the other way, luckily. <laughs> wow. Um, so, so then. So I was twenty. So now you have a girlfriend, and you're a little twenty. Twenty eight. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe twenty twenty seven or twenty eight. Wow. But yeah. So it was a long time. That's crazy. And so, I. Uh, so when when we're dating, I was like, you know what? I should I should I should just do stand up again. I yeah, just, I, I I gotta just do it now that you got those loads out. Your yeah, head's clear. yeah, the loads, those were like the deep loads. Those were the loads that were hidden yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah I can they were try stuck those. behind the plate in your yes. pelvis. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably still some stuck. Back there. <laughs> um, yeah, now it's just affecting affecting me, and it's manifesting itself in yeah. pain. Yeah, it'll 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 come <laughs> out daily pain. <laughs> It'll come out when your when your kid crashes your <laughs> <Yeah>. car. <laughs> um, but that's crazy. Um, but now, so so that was like uh, that. So we started stand up right around the same time, about twenty fourteen, yeah. and, and but then, then I, so I do it. I go down to New Haven. There's an open mic. There's a comedy club um, hosted by Dan Calway, who you can listen to on my program. This one here, my program. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. Better tomorrow. A better tomorrow. Yeah. With Tim Duffy. <laughs> um, he was the host. And I go in and I I we talked about it a little bit on the recording. Like I um I put my name in, end up going up end of the night, don't do well. I think I went back the next week, kind of the same thing happens. And then I didn't do it for probably and then I stopped. After that, kind of got a little discouraged. Yeah, I was discouraged. I was like, you know, I was like, it, it, it almost felt like, um, like going to a new school. Yeah. Like everyone knows each other, and like yeah. you're kind of coming in, and so you I have no reference. Like I, it was once again, I went alone. Yeah, didn't go with anyone. Yeah. Um. So I go there, and then I go the two weeks, and then I don't go back, and um. So then did, I was were just, you, did you write, were you trying to write jokes or were you just telling stories? No, it was more, no, it was more like just stuff. I, I cause it kind of how it came about, I think how it went from me being interested in sketch to me being interested in stand up is like, I would, I would like say things to people and be like, this is a joke. You know, like you kind of, like you kind you of have the, me yeah, you can, it feels like a joke when you're telling it to someone yeah. and then like, and you, you know say it again. Like, yeah. You can repeat it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, And you're like, I can do this on stage. Yeah. Like there's, I know what the subject is. I know what the punchline is. Um, or you think you know that <laughs> until you get on stage Still and then you're like, Ooh. <laughs> um, that setup isn't bringing people yeah, where I yeah, need yeah. Cause there's still that effect where like you want everyone to know what you're thinking or to be like the people who you well that's i mean that's what makes with. that's what makes these larger comedians that big anyway is that uh their audience has that backstory in place yeah exactly that like once you get good context. enough yeah like people know who you are and they know your style i feel like but... that that's what podcasting has done a lot for 
for stand up is that you can get to know you get to know who you like that much better. You get to have that that much that better access. that wider picture. Yeah. And so so that allows them to be able to uh write more personalized material. Yeah. Because your audience has a better relationship with you already. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And um and so this was I mean this was kind of like when that was just starting. Yeah. Yeah. Like when podcast like podcasts were probably just taking off. That's when what I got first me got into, into, it, into it was um I was listening to WTF with Mark Marin. Yeah. And uh which was you know, if you haven't picked up, that's basically what this show <laughs> yeah. is based on. And yeah. uh and and I you know, I, I went back and listened to it from the beginning and uh and just related so much to every stand up yep. comedian story. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, I mean it makes sense. I should just try it. Yeah. You know, like all, all of it with the, you know, just growing up with trauma and, and all this stuff and, and kind of getting to getting lost in drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And, you know, it, it all kinds of plays a part in having the balls and, and the hubris, you know, to think that you have something funny to say. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and that, so which after it, those which two it sounds times, like, you know, you have, you come, you know, you come from, religion you push that away and the homeschooling and these car accidents and going back and forth (laughs) and like you have that push and pull you know in a lot of push and pull yeah 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 to to get to get you that that got you on stage led you there Yeah. yeah i was like this is something that i can that i can do yeah and and it feels good. You're you're kind yeah. of you're, you're kind of feeling like you're good at it. Yeah. 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 I was feeling like I was making people laugh. Not always, but you know, most of the time I would at least get a couple laughs. So um, after that, I started dating the person I'm dating now, and um, we were visiting my parents once in Waldeboro, and on the drive back, we stopped in Portland. And we were like, this, this is a cool place. Yeah, right. And you could feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just both felt it. And we were like, what if we moved up here? Because I, I had, you know, back to talking about my dad, I kind of knew, you know, I knew he was going to, I wanted oh, to be yeah. closer. I wanted right. to be closer so to So how them. long ago was this? This was 2016. Okay. Like 2015, probably when we first started thinking about it. Okay. Um, and she was she was totally cool with moving up here. And you just you you sniffed out where the comedy was. Yeah, we have a nice little scene that's happening here, and I feel like when we come out of when we come out of COVID, I think I think that it's going to uh, it's going to help, and I just hope I I think that I think that Empire, as long as Empire can hold on, I think that we have something really special there. Yeah, it was great seeing Empire in early 2020 kind of you know becoming a comedy club yeah. and getting audiences yes for all different types of shows you know not just for out of state people yeah but also for local stuff and yes. um i mean not always but and putting more... local people in front of these traveling guys yeah yeah it was it was, huge. It was great and yeah. it'll be great when it comes back but yeah. it's just like when yeah so i want to yeah help help keep the audience together help I want I want more people to get the chance to know you like this. Yeah. So thank you for being here, man. I appreciate it. No problem. It. Thank you for having me.